What's good, everyone? You're listening to On Our Level with Sam and David talking all things casual drinking, gaming, media, and entertainment. Good evening, David. I hope you're well. Do you want to start off by telling us what you're drinking today? Yes, good evening. Today, I have a very fine whiskey called Monkey Shoulder. It is a brand new one because I, I think it's a new one at least. I can't remember if I've actually had this one before because I know you've been away recently and I think I got it since you've been away. But um, yeah, I saw you eyeing up the bottle just before we started and you're like, is that monkey something? Monkey yeah, something? I recognized it. Recognized yeah, um, it. Monkey Shoulder, very nice. Very nice, uh, very nice whiskey. But I will, uh, I will update you at the end of the episode. What are you drinking today? I see a very, <laughs> a very interesting, uh, a very refreshing looking thing in your glass. So, what are you drinking? It's good. I mean, like you said, I've been away, and obviously, with going away on holiday again, comes oh, the nice. the trip back through duty freeze. Oh god! <laughs> so, yeah. We did a big old sweep, picked up gins, cordials, whiskies, you name it. We picked nice. it up. And I still had my tilibidine that I didn't wasn't a big fan of sat in a decanter in, right. in the kitchen. So I thought I'd look up some whiskey cocktails and lo and behold, there it was, a whiskey spritz. Now you're supposed to have this thing with a bourbon whiskey, which is the American stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I chucked the one part tilibidine, one part Aperol, um, some mint leaves, lime juice, supposed to have it with lemon and some maple syrup. Um, with some mint leaves in there, I think I said, poured on ice and then topped up the rest of the way with soda water. Really oh. good. Nice, refreshing drink. That sounds lush. Yeah. It's kind of a little twist on Aperol spritz, really. Um, uh, put yeah, Prosecco yeah. And put the soda water and whiskey in there. I said, it's good. I like it. Um, I'll give you a proper rundown at the end, but... Yeah, something very different to yeah. our usual kind of neat drinking. Because um, usually, usually we're just having like, yeah, just whiskey on ice or whiskey with a bit of water or something. Because like, I feel like I don't really know a lot of whiskey cocktails. No, it's not renowned for being a, a cocktail drink, is it? No, so. I know there's the classic, like, uh, what is it? Whiskey, whiskey sour. And there's mm. another one, right? Um, whiskey, old fashioned. Old fashioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, apart from those, I don't really know many whiskey cocktails i might i might try and make it old-fashioned at some point or a whiskey sour bring it on i'd like to i think you're supposed to have bitters in with it as well but yeah but yeah really good i'll give a proper rundown at the end um but it's just something different get rid of that old whiskey off your shelves that you weren't a big fan on the old stock (laughs) yeah so jumping into the today's episode it's kind of just going to be an update like we said we haven't recorded for a week so this one's going to be an out weaker than the previous one i've been away there's been a lot of things going on tv games Mm. some kind of backfire from our last episode and (laughs) a little update from my end as well but we'll jump straight in i don't know if you've been living under a rock or what but on the internet the memes taken over seems to be about a certain TV show called The Squid Game. Um, I think about three weeks ago, my partner and I were watching, we were scanning through Netflix and this just so happened to be at the top of one of the things. It looked like kind of a horror version of, of, of kids' games effectively, whereas if you don't survive them, that's it, you basically die. Um, it's a Korean film. Um, I've not watched any of it. We didn't end up watching it because I think it was like 9.30 at the end and we're not the biggest fan of kind of gruesome stuff. But I know you've watched a few episodes. I have. I haven't watched it all. And yeah, it's a new TV show on <laughs> new TV show on Netflix. Um, and as you said, it came out, like the trailer came out a couple of weeks ago and I was like, oh, that looks really good. My, my partner's not a huge fan of like gory stuff or the kind of no, like I'm, really I'm intense. not either. Like, yeah, it's so. So she was she was actually away the other weekend, and I thought that we weren't going to watch this together. <laughs> so I watched the first episode by myself with. Yeah, I watched it in in English, 
And then I let, I told her and she was like, we were supposed to watch that together. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. So Uh-oh. we've actually, we've actually started watching it together now, but in Korean with the English subtitles. Right. And I can all like, cause I've, I've watched the first episode in both English and Korean with subtitles. You miss out on so many little details and like, we'll, we'll talk about this as well, but like, I've heard so much from online of people watching it and being like, oh yeah, that they, they paint this character in like such a different light in the English dub or whatever. But it is a great, it is a great TV show. It is very, very hectic. Like it, the whole time you're just like, oh my God, what the hell is going on? We'll, ju- we'll jump on that point straight away, actually, because yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the translations were a big thing. I remember seeing an article about it yeah. and somebody who in, I think, who wasn't living in Britain but could speak fluent Korean. Yes. Yeah wrote an article about how criminal it was that there was, like you said, so much detail being left out yeah. of the, the English dubs rather mm. than, like you said, the English subtitles over the Korean version of the filming and audio. Yeah. And it, uh, there, was a, there was a lot of kind of controversy. And I think it was only maybe a week after it came out that people picked up on it and it was such a big thing. Like you said, it kind of changes the whole plot of a film or sort yeah. of the way you watch it. And it's, I've never been a fan of of watching TV shows in the foreign language with subtitles, but if I was to watch something, I think it would be that way now, just because of that kind of detail and stuff that you lose out on characters or a storyline. Because, mm. I mean, like us British, we have many tenses, and it's incredibly <laughs> frustrating for many. people to understand. We do, we do. The yeah. English language is probably one of the most complex, I'd say, maybe after Mandarin. And mm-hmm. it's... It's the different tenses and the translations of that in other languages, even from when I've learned Spanish and French, is it's very tricky to get it right when you're saying it. So, mm. yeah, you can miss out on minute details out of nowhere. Um, another thing they said is there was, this, there was a scene with a phone number. Oh, yeah, the phone number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> haven't they, like, I, I don't know, they haven't done it yet, but I think there's been talks about them, like, stripping it out of the TV show, or, like, blurring it out or something, because I know the person whose phone number that is has had so many phone calls inundated with yeah. constant calls and she complained she had no idea why yeah. turns out her phone number's on like one of the hottest TV shows on the planet right now God, surely wouldn't savage. they check wouldn't they check something like that or like just put a phone number that's not a phone number or something you- You'd think, you'd think. That's so strange. But I mean, the, 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 you saying that this was, you're, you're really enjoying it. I've heard a lot of yeah. mixed things. I'm enjoying it so far. I'm, I'm like three, I'm like, we're like three episodes in or something. Yeah, it is very good. I, I just want to touch on the, uh, the translation stuff. Because like, mm. I, <laughs> it's very tricky because if you're, if you're watching it with English dub, right? So it's being spoken in English to you. Um, it's very easy to like, just mess around on your phone whilst you're watching it and like not pay mm. full attention to it. But if you're watching it and listening to it in Korean, you have to pay attention the whole way through. Yeah. Um, and like, I'm used to that anyway, just because like, I like watching anime. Like I've watched anime for like years. So I've always watched it in the correct language. If you know what I mean? With the subtitles, because mm-hmm. usually all the, the English, <laughs> the English dub is always like really cringy and they do it like way over the top. But um, yeah, so I've, I've always done stuff like that. So they just lose out on these little, little details. And as you said, it, it paints like characters in a completely different light. I know there's this one character that I think it was from that same article, I think, who they were talking about. It's this lady who's in it, who's like, a, she's kind of like the street thug. But in the English dub, they miss out on all these like 
curse words that she says that paints her as more of like a a civilian and rather than this like street thug that she's supposed to be it's it's so mm. strange as, as you said there's this article that goes on like a lot about it and it's very strange how subtle little things like that can like impact a tv show so heavily you really but, sap out the life of some characters and story, yeah. storyline oh, segments yeah. and it might not seem like a lot of the time, but as they start to go on, you miss out more and more and more. It's and it, it dumbs it down as well. Like it makes it more, it makes it easier to watch, but to the point where you're losing out on the story of it as well. And what, it's, what, the, what the person who's created it yeah. wants to put across as well at the end of the oh, day. So Also, on touching on that, I, I feel like we could go, just go on Squid Game for ages. Um, apparently, the author, director, the guy who came up with Squid Game, he tried releasing it years ago. 2008. In 2008. But he got shut down by loads of different um, loads of different publication places and like streaming services and stuff. And he just couldn't get it made. Yeah. And I, I think it must have been, well, it must have been recent where Netflix were like, yeah, we'll take that. We'll, we'll make a bit of money off you. <laughs> yeah. I remember reading the same thing. I think it was yeah. in 2008, 2009, the show was written. Mm-hmm. And he tried to get it published on services and yeah. nobody had it. And look at it now. So, But it's great so far. I'm absolutely loving it. It is very much sitting on the edge of your seat. Like They, they handle the, the tense bits very, very well. But um, yeah, I'm very excited about It's not what you think. It, I'm not going to say anymore because otherwise I'm just going to, I'm going to spoil everything that I've watched so far. But um, yeah, it is very, very good. I absolutely recommend from what I've seen at the moment. I absolutely recommend for sure. We'll leave it there before we get away to any spoilers. Please, on to, on to the next bit, please. That, please. Was, that was on Netflix for those that do want to watch it. I think it came out two, three weeks ago and it's doing incredibly well. I think it's due to knock off um, Bridgerton. Is that the I, one? Yeah, yeah, is, is yeah the, I was going to say that. Yeah, I think it's due to knock that one off the top in mm-hmm. terms of most watches and hype around a release. So check out that one. Let us know mm-hmm. what you think. Wait, I'm quickly going to touch on as well. <laughs> Last episode, we literally spoke about FIFA and Pez and Pez's rebranding oh. as eFootball. Oh um, god. There's been, there's been a lot there's been a lot of there's been a lot of articles this week about um eFootball and some of the graphics and the facial expressions and the characters. We were so wrong. Well, well this is the thing actually. We did talk about I think I hope we spoke about how the release of the game is going to be gradual. So it's almost like I remember reading that the initial release is effectively going to be a demo or a beta. It's just going to be right. friendly games, a few online games, no competitive stuff. Um, to kind of get a feel of the game. And I think as between now and I think, I want to say spring next year, they slowly release different segments and loot systems. Mm -hmm. Now Mm -hmm. it has received so much hate online. A lot. There was a lot of articles around on Twitter, Facebook, um, people hating it. A lot of hardcore Pez fans um, saying that this is the worst thing they've ever come up with and it's never been further from FIFA in its life. As soon as you say that, I I instantly picture... um... Marlon Brando, if that's his name, the guy from The Godfather, he's like, hey, look at how you butchered my boy. You butchered my boy. <laughs> oh. it's, it's, I mean, I Awful. haven't played it. I've actually just downloaded it on something I'll talk oh, about you? later as well. And I need to give it a go. But they, um, yeah, it's, it's not a surprise because of, I know how, how, how the release 
is is supposed to go. So don't mm. don't come shout at us and tell us how wrong we were. We'll give it <laughs> give it half a year and then we'll get a proper proper feedback. But if you do want to laugh, jump on the Xbox or PlayStation Store and check out the reviews. Honestly, it's the funniest thing I've read in a long time. Before I downloaded it, because <laughs> it's free, right? It's it's uh, yeah. it's free to play in it. I I keep me. I might download that tomorrow and just just see what all the fuss is about because I personally haven't taken a look at it. Um, the reviews are gold, honestly. <laughs> it's, the, it's one of the funniest things. There's a lot of hardcore Pez fans, and I, I know they blur out some of the swear words, but they've really dodged <laughs> a lot of bullets there. It's, it's, it's quite a joke. So I, I wonder it's if it's because um, like, not everyone knows that it's meant to be a staggered release. Like, mm, probably not. I wonder if everyone's like, oh, this is the, the be-all, end-all. This is how it's going to be. And everyone's just like, what is going on? Because I've seen some horrific screenshots of the game where it's like contorted faces of the yeah, football players yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. It's literally like nightmare fuel. Reminds me of like the glitch videos that KSI used to put on his <laughs> oh YouTube. Oh my God, yeah. So, but that, that was in like goal. 2009 or 10 or whenever you it was. Thought, so just... You would have thought they would have like tried to up their game at the moment because that's like a huge part of these games, right? It's mm. You see these footballers that you can play as these footballers that you see on the day-to-day like oh god yeah there's some awful awful screenshots from from the builds that are currently available at the moment and i don't think it's helped about the fact that fifa 22 has just come out out full release and i mean this at triple a rate they they should yeah they know what they're doing yeah but i have heard some mixed reviews about that one as well and some people saying that's possibly the worst fifa that's ever been but i mean Mm. that's that's a debate that goes on every year yeah so i mean e-football is on the store feel free to give it a go um but yeah Bear with them whilst they release a load of their updates. Yeah, give them some um, slack. Go on. Give them I mean, some slack. It's, it's a free game, right? Yeah, it's, a free, it's game. free. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Give it a while, and once all the online and co-op stuff comes out, we'll give it a proper shot. And you can you can nag at us then if it's still awful, all right, guys? Um, yeah, I mean, actually, moving on. I said that I downloaded it. I've actually managed to get my hands on an Xbox Series X. I know, I know, I know. I'll wow, take it. Out. I'll oh take my it god. Out. Funny story, I was following a notification thing on Twitter. Um, they said some all-access stuff was going, and I was like, I oh, sod it, we'll have a look. Uh, went on, it said, let's check your credit details, check the credit details, check. Right, it's in your basket, and it's coming your way. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> did, not all, mean, did not mean to get it. All-access is, <laughs> so for, uh, for people who aren't clued up on all this kind of stuff, all-access mm. is, what is it? It's Game Pass as well, right? It's all the all the things that you can get for Xbox. It's a, it's a monthly payment system. So rather than paying for the console up front, you pay for, you pay 24 months. I think it's between 26 and 28 pounds a month and you get uh-huh. the console and Game Pass Ultimate for 24 months. Um, and actually, it's not a bad thing considering some of the titles coming out. Mm. Um, and it arrived after I put the order in two days later, set That's it rapid. up. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very good. I don't have a up-to-date tv so i can't get the full experience of it and we were actually discussing this before we started recording we both have xbox one x's right which have the capability to do the 4k native gameplay Mm. um obviously it's not as powerful and actually the fan blows up um and the frame rates can be a little bit dodgy still but in terms of graphical difference HDR better. Some of the, the local dimming of darks and shadows and reflections seems significantly better. But I'm waiting for some of those new titles to come out to kind of get a better understanding and differential between the old console first. And hopefully, come January, I might have a TV that has variable refresh rate. Yeah, I think it's 
with with the especially with the newer consoles, I feel like if you, it's hard because if you don't have the right TV to display all the cool like hardware that's being used, yeah, like, it's it's difficult to tell like what is what the console's actually giving you in terms of yeah. graphics and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, I reckon when you get a new TV, you'll you'll absolutely see the differences. I am at, I'm very very jealous by the way, <laughs> the fact that you got this. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh, do I want one? Do I want it to is, go get? <laughs> it is so good, and I'll run over some of the benefits in a second because I've instantly noticed a difference in a lot really? of things. Mm. Um, I mean, I, 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 do you know? I'll, I'll go over it now. The quick resume is incredible and mm. um, the fact that I used to have to worry about stopping at save points and and saving the game or waiting a period of time before I could close it and then open another one and quit the previous game etc all yeah. gone out the window completely gone out the window if I want to stop playing a game I'll press the pause menu I can turn my Xbox off I can come back two hours later turn the Xbox on click on the tile quick resume kicks in I'm exactly where I was in the campaign exactly where I was in the online menu it's it's, it's remarkable and it's, what, it's without- so t- Without like going to a save point or anything, you're literally just you're exactly where you last. Where you were, yeah, yeah. that is mental. Because I, I, I'm doing the same. um, I've just bought a new game recently, which I will talk about in a bit. But I, I constantly have to go back to save points and stuff because like I worry about losing my progress. But the fact that it has that quick resume thing—that's so cool. I didn't realize it had that. It's very. It can do it for up to five games at the same time. So you could do, you could pause and change between five before you do the sixth one, and it will cancel out the first one that you had. Right. Okay. So it's wow. still, it's, it's still really, really good. And mm. speaking of the Xbox One X fan, which can blow hard on some Xbox One enhanced games, it can sound like it's going to um, take off, can't it? <laughs> yeah, it is silent. It is incredible. It's it's just dead quiet, no noise. Mm. I've played, I've played one Xbox Series S game. X game and it's just quiet. It gets gets warm, but it's dead quiet. Mm. Um, actually, going back to the TV points as well, I would probably expect if you've got the standard Xbox One or Xbox One S, I imagine actually the upgrade would probably be significantly more noticeable, um, just because of the kind of time frames of each console that you're mm. playing with. Um, but I mean, the, the fact that it's come with the all access, I think, is actually a blessing in disguise. I can't wait to have access to all of the EA titles as well because EA players now. Oh part of yeah, it. I completely forgot about that. So you got obviously all of the like Battlefront, um, Battlefront games, all the Star Wars games, and obviously all the FIFA and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So and there's Plants vs Zombies, a lot of other things on there. There's also mm. a way out, a, a way out that I need to play as well. That, um, a way out is that that's the co-op Prison Break yes. game, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I really want to give that a shot. And there's also the upcoming games as well that are going to be on the Game Pass straight away, like Back for Blood, um, which is yeah. a, a, which is from the same people that created Left 4 Dead, one of the most popular zombie games out there. Forza Horizon 5 is there, Halo Infinite and Battlefield 2042. Not 100% sure if that's going to be on EA Play straight away or, straight away or not. But I, I reckon it should be. I reckon it should be because it's, it's, it's from that company. I feel like every game that... Is that part of EA Play? I'm not sure. It is, because Battlefield 5 and 1 are Right. On yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very jealous of the fact that you've got this console, and I I personally am absolutely going to buy Halo Infinite, but the fact that it comes with all these bundled up games, like, you're not going to... You're honestly not going to have to pay for a new game in ages. No. The fact that you've got all of these games, and also the Games Pass games as well, that like the ones that aren't even part of EA Play. No. Very jealous. 
So it's, it's good. There will be benefits to it. Mm. I mean, I mean the other thing, you're still able to play all of the old titles, so the old 360 discs. There's Xbox One, Xbox original games on there. And the other benefit is the, the auto HDR. So if you're playing a standard um, dynamic range game, it puts the auto dynamic range on it with the upscaling. So That's cool. Some of the lighting and stuff looks improved on old older games anyway, which is amazing. Mm. The, the last thing I want to touch on is the new controller as well. I think Xbox have always smashed it with the controller. I think PlayStation has recently, I'd say the PlayStation 5 controller looks a lot more of an ergonomic shape similar to the Xbox. Mm. Xbox is very similar. There's a bit of texture on the back, which I really like. Texture on the triggers and the D-pads changed ever so slightly. But I again, didn't, re- didn't realise. I didn't realise they changed their controller. I thought it was just the same Xbox controller as the old set. It's pretty much the same, just okay. a bit of texture changes. I think right. the size is a little bit different than the D-pad. But, I mean, like I said, the, the, the Xbox controller is really good anyway, in my opinion. It fits yeah. so well in the hand. Yeah, because I, 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 I think they've kept that shape from Xbox, uh, Xbox One. I know Xbox 360, it was a slightly different shape. Yeah. But I know Xbox One, from Xbox One to now, I believe it's been the same kind of like, it's been the same shape and also the same like positioning of buttons and stuff. But yeah, I didn't realize they added like all the textured stuff. That's really cool. I know on it my is, um, yeah. Xbox One X, I believe I've got, I know it's got like the back is slightly textured and stuff like that. But yeah, no, that's cool. That's very cool. And all those old controllers still work with a new console. So you oh, don't have to worry. Oh, so is it backwards compatible as well then? Like with yes. 360 and oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Oh, stop! Because you're going to make me get one. You're, <laughs> you're going to make if me you get, can get one. one. If you can get one, because yeah. I mean, it's coming up to Christmas. It's very competitive. It will be tricky, mm. but I mean, I'm glad I've done it because, well, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, so I no, mean, that's the, cool. the game you wanted to talk about, you got recently. I saw you yes. playing. I can't remember the name of it for the life. So um, I recently, because because my my girlfriend's a teacher, and we're up really early in the mornings. Um, she goes to work and then I'm literally, I'm just by myself for like an hour before I start work. So normally I'll jump on the Xbox and I'll literally just play Fortnite for like an hour. And recently I've been like, I need to get out of this habit of playing Fortnite <laughs> because it's not like, it's the same game over and over again. I literally just come back to Fortnite just for the skins. Um, so I was like, right, I'm going to buy a new game. And I saw this game out on, I, th- I can't remember what platforms it on. I believe it's on, um, Xbox and Windows, so like Steam and all that. Um, and it's called Death's Door, and it's by Devolver Digital, who are the guys who make Minute, which I know you've played. Yes, um, yeah. And also stuff like Enter the Enter the Gungeon and Crossing Souls and all those kind of games. It's a, I believe it's an indie studio. I'm not too yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, it's a really cutesy art style. Like it's it's very very it's a very pretty game. Um, and you're basically playing this crow who is kind of like a grim reaper. Um, and you go around collecting souls of these like different bosses. And it's like, it's top down. Um, it's a, it's a very, very, very fun game to play. It, it reminds me a bit of like dark souls as well, because there are like, you're going around all these different areas that are very, um, they're very different in terms of like environments. And then you've got these big bosses at the end of each one. Um, I've literally, I think just before we started this, this podcast, actually, I just completed it. So, so I need to get another game that I, so I don't go back to Fortnite, but, um, yeah, I, I've just completed it, but there's obviously loads of end game stuff where I can go get all the collectibles and all that. 
but um, I thoroughly recommend this game to people who like that kind of game. Like, it's third-person kind of uh, hack-and-slash RPG game, but um, it is very, very good. Is very the art good. looks really cool. I remember looking at the game when I saw you playing it the other day. It's also the, the story as well. The story is mm. absolutely it, it's great. And you're playing just this, like this little crow that just like kind of just does his own thing. Oh, it's so good. I, I I can't I won't go too heavily into it just because I don't want to spoil anything, but it is it is a very satisfying game as well. It is very, very good. But um yeah, there's a little little plug for Death's Door. Uh, Xbox and PC, yeah. Xbox and PC. I've I've just seen actually. It's um it's made by a company called Acid Nerve, who then have published it through Devolver Digital because Devolver is a uh, they're a publisher of games rather than developer. But um, yeah, Death Store, Xbox and PC. Go check it out. Great game. Great game. Yeah. I really recommend. I might have to pick it up as well. At some it's point, really good. But... It is really good. I definitely recommend. But, I mean, that's generally that's kind of a short update from us. Um, we've got a few things coming. We can, after the last episode, announce that we will at some point in the next two episodes. Fingers crossed, these are going to be on YouTube. These are oh, going to be on YouTube. Yeah. Soon. So bear with. We, we've got that all set up, and it will be coming to you soon. Hopefully, with the next two episodes. So yeah. bear with us. We've been doing um, some uh, doing some tests tests uh, in the background. A couple of little test the videos just to see how it can how it can look and like how what it should look like and stuff like that so yeah it is it is coming we said the last episode it was like it's coming please be patient like we'll get there it but, is um, now it is it now is, it is thoroughly on its way we just need to Definitely decide is. when so yeah. yeah almost a face reveal but yeah i know I mean, it's I, weird isn't it also our instagram has been quiet bear with us my phone is still being repaired well i'm getting a new hand still being all, repaired yeah, so that's going to come back and we'll have more access to stuff like that, which we be fair. It's been like a good couple of months or something. Since it's you... been a month and a bit. Oh. Yeah, it's, been, it's been too long. Ow. Too long. But, but yeah, hold tight on that front. We will be back on there and being more active. Um, go on, tell us about your drink. Um, yeah, I, I'm i a big fan of this one. I won't be using this one in any cocktails. Um, yeah, just reading from the bottle, it's taste of mellow vanilla and spicy hints. So it's one of the more, I wouldn't say sweeter whiskies that I've got. But it's not. Mm-hmm. It's nowhere near like the smoky kind of like Bowmore or Talisker stuff. Um, it's just very easy to drink. I've topped up my glass twice in this episode, so yeah, it's just very, very nice. Um, sign of a good whiskey. Absolutely, sign of a good whiskey. And the bottle just looks slick. It's got some nice yeah. little little monkeys on the bottle. Like, kind of gives me the old school rum look. Kind of yeah. bottle actually. Kind of like a, like an old pirate pirate bottle. Yeah. It's got that cork yeah. top. Yeah, very nice bottle. One, one for my collection, I think. Um, how was your what, what was your whiskey spritz? It's a whiskey spritz. How was it? It's good. It tasty. Now, I'll, yeah, I'll run down a bit more detail. It's like you, it's completely opposite to your standard whiskey drink, right? Like you said, I think fresh is probably the best way to put it. Yeah. You got some apérol kind of fruity flavors in there. You top it up with your soda water, it makes it a little bit more diluted. Mint keeps it fresh. I like I said, I put lime in it. And it's still it's still tasted pretty good. No bitters in there. It was nice. You could probably fit, like mess around do your own a bit of chicken in terms of ratios, but make it your own. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, literally, it's it's a nice, refreshing drink, and like we said, there's not a lot of cocktails that involve whiskies normally. Yeah. So, I mean, just with those kind of ingredients: mint, lemon or lime, orange, apérol, soda water, whiskey, maple syrup, or some kind of cordial. Just play around with it. I'm sure there's going to be lots of different things I can make ac- with it. That actually sounds great. I'm, I might. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've got some apérol here, so I might. <laughs> I might see if I'm going to go and make one after this. <laughs> yeah, do it. Do it. Yeah, That's it was great. good. Yeah. 
thoroughly enjoyed it. But yeah, we'll um, we'll round it off there. I've been Sam. And I've been David. Take it easy because you're now on our level. <laughs>